them. I'm like, well, you know, if I'm gonna skills, yeah, right, dude. <laughs> the detergent just works better. You know? <laughs> and, you know, if I'm gonna be a comf- if I'm gonna be at work, I want to be comfy, and if I'm if I got a chance to at least look better than just decent, I'm gonna take that too. Yeah, that's a good point. Chef fashion, how come that doesn't exist? Chef, I don't know. It but it does exist. What do you mean? I know, I know. I, I, there's I like Tilt, NYC, Headley, and Bennett. I don't know. I can't think of another Brigard. one. Brigard. Oh, I will say the Brigard shoes are hella comfy. They the did you rubber, have that at Denko or what? I I have bought one pair at Brigard. The like the slippers. Uh-huh. Those were probably the most comfy shoe I ever had. But the rubber wore out in like less than a year. <laughs> That shit, that's meant for, like, standing in one spot and doing nothing. That's meant for red carpet events and yeah. one-time yeah. only situations. But they was so comfortable. I was like, hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, that slept on. I, I don't know where I come up on Brigard, but I just remember looking it up. There's not a lot of them out there. All their stuff looks really nice. Mm-hmm. It just My one experience with the one sh- pair of shoes that I got was, like, the rubber did not last. And the Crocs. Actually, it lasts. And it's all rubber, so there's nowhere for, like, any bacteria to live on. That's a true point, yeah. So That's where Birkenstock fucked up. They should have just went into the Croc game. Because mm-hmm. Berkey's all of a sudden. Got it down. Yeah. Croc's got it down. And they, they cornered that market quick. Well, there's dance code. A lot of people swear by the dance code. A generation does. Yeah, that's true. Not a not the new world. Not the current generation. The too. current generation is Crocs or die. No, I, I haven't seen Crocs. Yeah, I've, I've convinced like almost the whole kitchen. Crocs, baby. Yeah, I remember I was one, one of the, the first servers. Just thinking about getting Crocs now. I mean, what's the alternative at this point? They're so comfy, you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. you know like tennis shoes with the soft fabric on top mm-hmm. getting stained. You just spray it off with mm-hmm. the dish bit. The one thing I remember, I left them in my car. And oh, then <laughs> they shrink. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are these baby shoes? <laughs> yeah, I had gotten a new pair one time. Came from Amazon. I just threw it in my car, whatever. Drove home got back or got and then drove back to work and i was like oh sick dude my crocs are in my car like whatever dude i, I got just, him it's all good drive to work take him out of the packet and then, boop, boop. i was like oh <laughs> i was like oh shit that's yeah, right there kind of and it's hot out and exactly it's sacramento it's 115 degrees out yeah they definitely shrink wrapped motherfuckers i was going on in the food world it's been a couple of months oh, yeah I don't we're know. in sacramento it's uh it went from uh, raining what two or three days ago mm-hmm. to it's 80 degrees. the rest of the week 80 and then back to 60 starting next week oh really that's thank, what they said thank you i know at least a little bit like i'm down mm. for this but i don't like it this early and it's too abrupt yeah yeah it's not well global warming is not real so it's whatever <laughs> i mean that's um, that's my sentiment i don't yeah. you know what i'm saying um, i've learned a lot more about those ideas but i'll talk on that i later. will say living in sacramento for what basically 33 years now mm. I'm used to it now. When it got, when it's like hot right now, I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay, but it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's only. I'm trying to like keep the mindset. It was only 80. Yeah. Like midsummer, mid August, when it's like 110, we're like, oh, I wish it was just 80 today. Yeah, I know. Then I'll be like, Sick. but it's the contrast though, because we're going mm-hmm. off of a 60. No, that's what hurts. See, 110 is coming off of a 106. <laughs> like, it's, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like at the at the start of fall uh-huh. when summer's just coming to end, and it's like done being 120, mm-hmm. and it goes down to like 75. Everyone's in sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody gets sick that day. Yeah. Like that day. It's it's awesome. Oh my god. But what's going on in the food world? I don't know. Spring, spring veggies are like here, but they're already like gone. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, they're harvested like, early, weren't they? Uh, yeah, out well, like two, three weeks ago. Plants don't know the date, you know. No, plants know. just react to the weather. Such um, a strange situation what else is happening in the food world. Hey, is vegetables going up? No. Yes. Um, not like insane. Not any more than like the standard rate of inflation. Okay. Not like so just meats. finally planted. There's nothing out of the ordinary. No. 
Not that I've seen. Um, I've been semi-surprised at the rate at which some meats have gone up, but not all. Mm. Like, chicken's still kind of okay. Mm. I mean, it's gone up, but not as much as I thought it would with, like, pork going up. You know, I, I've just figured, oh, well, pork goes up, then everyone's going to, like, get away from pork for a hot minute, and then the demand on everything else around it will get high, and uh, maybe that just hasn't been the case. But mm. all the meat is up for sure, but not mm. as much as I thought it was going to be. You would still think doable. it would maybe a couple more dollars up yeah, on Yeah, I just thought everything would just go up, like, two two fifty a pound. Mm. And it's kind of only been pork... And something else weird went up recently. I don't know. Salmon's up, but yeah. we already talked about that that one time. That's more so. import stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or I know I talked to one of the guys at Quarter Brother, and they were like, importing stuff right now is a disaster. Mm-hmm. They're they're like looking at switching. How Dude, I know. What does their in. store look like? They must have nothing on the shelves right now because most of their shit's imported, right? Uh, yeah. I did. When was the last time I was in there? A couple of weeks ago, and it looked okay. Okay. I think they, they have they have a pretty big back area area and even though they import a lot uh i don't think i think they still get a lot of stuff they probably have a lot of here. stuff back there when i think a lot of companies you know don't just make stuff in europe or asia or africa <laughs> started out there they started out there and they make like a, a, a <laughs> new manufacturing plant here in the states make yeah, it a yeah. little easier um yeah what was he saying? He was talking about Panatone, you know, like the Christmas stuff. Mm. He's like, yeah, I think we're going to have to order it in like April now. or May yeah. to get it here on time. It's like, what? Yeah. Does that sound right? <laughs> that's dude? like, that's so, no. And he was like, it's ridiculous. That's what that. And then he was talking so, about like how they're going to have to switch how their imports come in. And that's stuff. what I'm thinking. So if that's an admission to well, get Panatone for the end of the year, that lets you know that the whole year is going to be like this. Yeah. So that's it's hard. It's known just, already. Yeah. Well, and you know, they're smart, you know, they're, they're probably getting it. ahead of it. It's probably getting ahead, but that's like, fuck, dude, that's hard. Cause like, even for me on my small scale, you know, there's some things I stay up, stay ahead on like different imports and stuff that I have to place like a larger order for. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, we have like three or four of those left. Okay. That's going to last us like another week and a half or whatever, or two weeks. Let's order it. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, because it's not going to get here. Yeah, or if something happens, yeah. you know, then then what do we do? It's like you got to stock a certain amount of it, but yeah. still be able to get it consistently enough yeah. where you feel safe to go in the two weeks, Literally three weeks Literally one of ahead. the most undervalued lessons I learned in culinary school at the time was mm. the difference in stocking. How, how do you say it? Uh, some stuff you keep a par and some stuff you order as Overstock. needed. Yeah. And that's definitely something that um, over the last, I don't know, six months to a year i've been like it's true it's helpful to like keep a lot of stuff on par and maybe it doesn't come in every single day super fresh like that but it's like you can't get caught without it because it's like uh, i'm always going to be using cream i'm always going to be using butter salt i'm always going to be using canned tomatoes what's the harm in getting something like that like a week and a half before i actually need it none as a matter of fact i get a little discount because i order so much of it at once and so not putting it too far away from my face, am I? No, I'm Italian, no, so good. I like move my hand around no, constantly. Chilling. We're good. It sounds uh, good in mine. So yeah, uh, uh, just ordering, not so much the dollar amount, but like the the like puzzle piece of ordering of like, okay, now the lead time is longer. Yeah. Okay, but now it's like longer, longer on this mm-hmm. because my lead time is the same, but 
now the distributor lead time has to get longer. So you have to and now for their lead time. Yeah, so now my lead time on them has to be longer because they just can't get as fast for them. Ugh. And then yeah. also all the while trying to deal with like, you know, the new uh, hourly increase, trying to deal with what getting people the hours that, that they need. County well, state? What is the it? hour the hourly minimum went up again this year. I think this was the last one, or maybe next year is the goes up to sixteen. I don't remember. Hmm. I know I'm small, so I don't have to follow it exactly. But you know, just trying to keep a lid on the on uh, on the expenses, you know, hmm. as always. And then, you know, when it switches to summer, just like this, and everyone's like, "Well, where's summer menu?" I'm like, "Fuck, dude, okay." Yeah, come on. I just got spring down. Yeah, I like <laughs> I just added some stuff for spring. I just turned over uh, all my on, fucking ordering you know? sheets. Finally, I added <laughs> the right yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, and just trying to trying to get everyone to realize it's like when I pass off something to you or say this is how we're doing it to being like okay that's no longer my problem I need this to be your problem and yeah. yes I get that you're a minimum wage employee but this is the job that I have see strange so, yeah strange how that's so, kind of happening yeah I wish I could just like you know snap my fingers and pay them more per hour and you know because they do a really good job but yeah. the reality is as much as uh, and I've told a lot of customers just recently they're like oh we're so glad you made it we're so glad you made it I'm like yeah, I made shit yeah. what do you mean we're I mean we I think we're close to the end of this whole thing yeah. but I will I will not feel safe again until I have that piggy bank back because mm-hmm. that's the only reason I'm still in operation yeah because exactly. we had one yeah if you, you know? did it you would have been everybody oh, else possibly would have been done right away it wasn't um, a bad thing though. I mean, it was a good out. If if you were ever wanted out, yeah, that was no, the, that was uh, the years to do someone it. Someone came in the other night and like, oh yeah, my family sold their restaurant and mm-hmm. you know it was fine because my parents were older and like I'm sad about it, but uh, you know it just we just had to get out because mm-hmm. it was going to be too hard to try and ride it out. I'm like, yeah. no shame, dude. Well, to have that kind of adjustment yeah. for a restaurant that's you know doing consistently, yeah. and then to have that happen smack dab in the middle, mm-hmm. and where maybe they're on the fence about leaving, where something like that happens, yeah. oh, that's an easy yeah, shoe. That's easy. Like, I don't want to do this shit no more. Yeah, and then on the flip side, it's been you know getting busier with the uh, mandates getting lifted mm-hmm. and people are starting to go back to work. I we I was telling you the other night, you know, we set our daily sales record last Friday, so that was dope. Yeah. Obviously, it was kind of crazy, and we closed like an hour early, mm-hmm. so that was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like a sign of like, oh, maybe normalcy is returning, or mm-hmm. maybe people are just like over it, and they're just like, whatever. I'm yeah. gonna do what I gotta do. Everyone's gonna do what they gotta do. We're all adults, and like, that's it. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that works too. I was actually out and about. I was at a restaurant in uh, Roseville yesterday. Uh, it was pretty packed for the most part. I mean, Rezo's, uh, big, uh, big seats. Uh, I don't know how many, like 7,500. And it was pretty Damn. busy for a night on a Tuesday. But mm-hmm. I figured it's like, okay, it's one of two things. Either this is, like you said, maybe a return of some normalcy. Or this is just maybe people just cooped up and just wanting to, yeah, all right, just, this is the big boom. Out. And then it kind of has I some other not. normal normalization of in today's situation. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, uh, who knows? Like I said, like trying to look at it from, you know, the retail standpoint. It seems pretty consistent for the most part, but it it's hard to tell. For three years, yeah. it was, for a year, it was crazy busy yeah. because restaurants were closed. So then the adverse is, okay, now people are going out. So then it's slower in the retail, but business for restaurants are picking up. And the weather's nice. And mm-hmm. no mass, you figure. Mm-hmm all these combination of things that all helps are helping. And I think then yeah. it goes back to the original point. Every time we have these talks, 
day by day. Just uh, just trying to avoid the obstacles yeah. and just trying to make it uh, in the in the. Plus. Try to make it to tomorrow. <laughs> trying to make it in the plus. That's it. Well, There's no truth. secret. Yeah, everyone's always like, "How do you do the ordering during times like this?" I'm like, "I don't fucking know, dude. Mm-hmm. I I order enough for, for what I think is going to be for the next day. Mm-hmm. It's all guesswork. I yeah. I take my best guess. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing to go I, off of. Yeah, because I'm like, whatever. Uh, what do you call it? the data? From the two previous years, useless. Yeah. Right? It's a what's a wash. And now yeah. for that. Yeah. And then now the business has been around for two extra years, so I can't really use the data from three years ago because mm-hmm. that's not really accurate to the amount of people that want to come in anymore. Yeah. You know? So it's just like crapshoot. I I try and do a lot of stuff every day, mm-hmm. which is helpful for me. I can only imagine for some uh what was it, like Chipotle, I think we ordered twice a week. I can Oof. only imagine that's their systems are probably all over the place with how to. They're probably doing I, some crazy shit like, hey, Chipotle out here has got to drop off to Chipotle here, but can yeah. you pick up your green onions and get them over here? They're probably yeah. Doing some oh, shit like you that. got extra? Okay, can yeah. you? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I remember when I worked there, we used to do some of that, and you know they're a big company, so I'm sure they got some math people working on like, oh, okay, yeah. let's add this integer to to adjust for what is a common inflation that we're seeing. Yeesh. You know, they they do they have a lot of good systems like that. But they have a huge staff working on that. You know, yeah. for independent people, it's just like a, a person is just like, I don't know, five cucumbers yeah. for tomorrow. What is that? See, people <laughs> yeah. who run those in, uh, those programs, those are people who tried and true in like you know fast food programs or mm-hmm. big big business. Or maybe they're doing literally the same thing I'm doing. That's what I'm just thinking. like instead of one guy for one store, it's like one guy for ten stores. Yeah. Like, hey, I know your computer says this. Up it by twenty percent. It's a feeling thing. Yeah. And then that guy probably knows as much as the fucking the next doofus. Yeah. So it's just kind of if you guess wrong, you're fucked. Even if yeah. you might have been doing this for years, you're like, eh, it's kind of a crapshoot. I don't know, but isn't that like everyone in charge? I was talking. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I had, uh, some friends that I used to work with in SF who now work in Colorado. I wow. forget what city in Colorado. Mass exodus they, from San Francisco to Colorado, yeah. huh? Well, okay. yeah, there's actually a bunch of them now, they were saying. And they were just in town, and we were, and they're all taking, like, senior positions in this restaurant group. And I was mm-hmm. like, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. And I was talking to one of their uh, fiancé, or, or depending on what day people listen to this, their, their wife. And she was like, yeah, being in charge is just like, you're just a person. Mm-hmm. That's like the biggest secret unrevealed. Yeah, that's People the wizard in behind don't know the what thing. The fuck they're doing that's too. the wizard behind They're, the thing. Yeah. Oh, oh what the just, fuck? There's no operation? Yeah, there's no like, uh, just you me. don't have some like extra brain cells? <laughs> it's like, nah, bro. It's like, I just, just me. I just do the best I can. Like, I'm just trying my best. No, yeah. there's no secret. My job is yeah. to make sure. I have enough up. experience that hopefully mm-hmm. I should be trying better than you or, or see things coming. But the illusion know. is that I am, yeah, but I'm really not. Yeah. People come up to me and they're like, how do you do it? I'm like, dude, I am just a person. This is just my job. See that transition from being like an employee to, uh, you Any know. kind of managed, any kind any of, even management, like senior yep. cook position. Yep, senior cook, yep. Anything you know, dubbed some, with any type of responsibility, it's always it's like, like mm. I don't know, man. I, I know how to cut an onion yeah. really fast. Yeah, I've worked here for a while so, and I do I a couple different things. generally how it goes yeah. here, but there's no like crystal ball that just tells me. Yeah. Which is, yeah, an interesting transition from being, like, low on the totem pole. When you're like, why can't they just, you know? Yeah. That is what only makes sense. Yeah, it would, it would just be so much easier if they, you know, it's like, well, what you're asking them to do is impossible. Yeah, because the person up top's like. That, that data does not exist. Yeah. I'm like, Tomorrow's no, data has yet to be revealed, mm-hmm. so they can't just say, you know. It's the ultimate variable, like, business. A bunch of customers came in yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, I was serving at night, and it got a little busy for a minute. And admittedly, I was super tired last night. I was definitely not 100%. And, kind of struggling even with half the restaurant full and 
one of them was like, hey, you know, like, I can help you out anytime. Give me a call. Like, I see you're understaffed. And I was like, honestly, this is my normal staff. And sometimes we get busy. Yeah. And this is just what we do. Yeah. This is part of the uh, the charm, in quotes, of the restaurant is sometimes mm-hmm. we get a little blown up and you're going to have to be patient. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because I don't know. I, there's no, I can't just schedule extra people, right? Because then if it's slow, then I'm screwed. So as you're thinking about that, what I'm thinking is, over the last couple of years with the convenience factor of mm-hmm. food delivery now, does that play into the psyche of people's minds as people decide to want to go eat out now? Because if it was easier before to get fast food, like just go to a drive through and go there, now that shit comes to you at a very small cost. It's but hella, yeah. You know, so that's what you're competing with because what most mom and pop restaurants are in for the most part, it's not that different, meaning, you know, we do want people to come in mm-hmm. and that, that service and that, you know, it's going to be a new feeling again for a lot of people that are now have maybe become accustomed to a way of true. true. You know what I'm saying? That's what yeah, I'm thinking. Oh yeah. Cause it's like, damn, there was no uh, kind of a, a push up for, for mm-hmm. mom and pop shops. It, they mm-hmm. put you guys, well, you guys could put some outdoor dining if you like. And, uh, but to go is only for you. I'm like what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. I mean, that's just how I see it. Uh, yeah. You mean as far as like, um, thinking in the mind of a consumer like, that would be wanting to go out versus staying mm, home mm. for convenience sake. Cause you can yeah. buy, people's you know you can go to top end restaurants here in order to go yeah because now those become available where before yeah. well, they never now they have. have the the mm-hmm. i don't know the procedures for mm-hmm. how to do it yeah yeah um i don't know man i just uh i make the best product i can each day mm-hmm. with the resources i have and you just hope that enough people like it yeah that's the secret yeah i don't know man. i think it's a simple formula i mean this is the shit i like this is the shit i'm behind mm-hmm. you like it Keep on coming this back. This is the shit I like. This yeah. is the shit that you like. I kind of try and stay in the middle so I stay happy, you're happy, yeah. and I just hope it's good enough that you choose me over McDonald's or mm-hmm. over the closest fine dining spot. Yeah. Or, it's know? old school, but it's it's my thing is there's always going to be a market for that. Not I think so. Depending on how many people decide to never be human again, that is always going to be an option. And I think that's going to be, and like what I talked about before prior, the big emphasis is going to be hospitality somehow it just somehow got back to that in my head because for a while it became uh you can't really tell the difference between fine dining casual bistro you don't need to wear a coat and you know we all stand behind our food we just stand behind the plates and the techniques now it's like okay well and we have to step it up now that convenience has become more op okay hospitality then yeah then going back to now some i kind of like that i mean it it kind of makes sense because what is going to be the defining factor? Because the food is only going to be the food. Because now that everybody else has a to-go program or these services are out there, can really buy any yeah. food from anybody. The level, the playing field is now. You know, it's it's more. There's more people involved, but then mm-hmm. also everybody's on an equal playing field in a way. Yeah. Because everybody has access to the same things. Everybody's running with the same prices, especially in the mom and pop sector. So, your only defining difference is going to be hospitality. Yeah. I'm into it. Like, like yesterday, I saw the chef on the line, too. I was like, that is the dude on the website, and he's working the line. He's expediting on a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Went around the room after, you know, and just kind of did the whole thing. Oh. And I'm like, that is. That's what I do. That's key. Because yeah. then now you have a connect with the experience, and that is antiquated in, in thinking. But I think mm-hmm. coming out of this last three years, that is going to be yeah. you know, the emphasis, at least. That's definitely uh, some old servers that don't work for me anymore have moved on to, you know, their careers and stuff. They... They were 100% right when they're like, you 
need to go in the dining room. It doesn't matter about us. They're like, you have to go. I'm like, man, I don't want to talk to nobody. Of course, that's the whole reason why I hired you. Because every time I go talk to a table and have like a positive interaction, or even if it starts negative, you know, I'm in charge, so I have the power to just change it. Yeah, there's a certain uh, along with my along with my ability, right? I have more options at my disposal. Uh, and that's my job now is to like make sure every time I interact or that we interact with a customer that it stays a positive interaction because the more times that happens, then people think they're not like, oh, let's go to that pasta. No, let's go to Adamo's. Yes. Because mm. that I have positive memories mm. and I want to be there in particular. Yeah, the chef came out and actually yeah. like said hi. But like we have to, yeah. you're like, like you were saying, yeah, the, the competition is just higher. Yeah. Uh, more skillful and now mm-hmm. you have to like okay well what extras can I bring to the table mm-hmm. why are you going to choose me yeah. because every time you come in you're going to feel like you're comfortable you're at someone who cares about you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. and that goes so, along also to you know add on we talked about even prior before is that the new diners now are going to have a certain level of competency in food I mean that's inevitable people are going to be able to identify the stuff that you're you're making now even more so like what you were talking about with your you know seafood dish the, the octopus dish like you know what i'm saying like that is no people are like no this is tender mm-hmm. i'm like what do you mean you had it before mm-hmm. yeah I'm like first time i had octopus was here when i made it. Yeah, yeah 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 see it's no but trip, like right? the average person mm-hmm. you know when money got a little tight during pandemic they were cooking weird stuff because mm-hmm. and googling like how do i cook pig's feet because that's it's what was on sale at, you know, whatever yeah. it's called, grocery outlet. I remember seeing a lot of people, hearing a lot of people making bread. Yeah. From so scratch. Now the standard of bread is higher because they're There's like, some, a lot can't of people just know. be yeah. like, oh, I just made bread. It's or like, I just bought this from this place. Yeah, no, people are going to get like, hip to it. I yeah. have to make really good mm-hmm. bread. It has to be salted just right. Mm-hmm. It's got to have different flour and different yeah. you know. It's got to be authentic in a strange way. It's mm-hmm. There's some weird push, in my opinion, is going to be towards uh, like the idea of genuine authenticity however that's uh, you know yeah. very vague term but i'm super taken. into it yeah uh, i'm happy for it i think so i think I it's think, a good thing um, i think it's an industry that requires you if you're in charge to have some general enthusiasm about it anyway mm-hmm. and uh I, I as much as i hope that any business person makes it because it is a ton of work no matter which way you approach it i think that we are better off as a as a culture if that each person who's doing whatever job they're doing is like personally invested mm-hmm. on top of just doing it yeah because if everyone's doing a good job all the time and raising their game then everyone's constantly raising their game so that we all get better it's yeah. not like oh i'm just going to be the best it's like well yeah i'm going to be as great as i can which is going to force the next person to be, and they're going to push me back yeah you know maybe they get ahead of me for a couple yeah. of weeks or months and i'm like fuck dude I'm it's that competitive what, environment what yeah. yeah but but motive like, like a, the, yeah, yeah but competitive in a way that's like let me build you up too yes yeah, like a yeah. team thing yeah because the better that you get mm-hmm. this is the better that i get yeah so team know? chemistry thing i mean yeah. eh, the team it's really a team even though there's always at odds front house all that nonsense mm-hmm. but as you we can try to continue to change those things and you know the nuances yeah. of each restaurant that's always been the number one issue with restaurants is always front back delegation of responsibilities but in this time because of how circumstances have played out and it's almost like a big turnover and Mm -hmm. just a whole kind of it's almost like a clean slate in a way but whoever's left over has a wealth of knowledge and is able to really you know in my opinion shape kind of a new narrative on how things can run because you are working with brand new talent essentially and you could kind of mold them in a different way because a I lot of people don't have the expectations. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I like hiring people who don't know anything. Yeah, because then they don't have any preconceived 
uh, notion of like, well, this is the information. This is all I need. This to is know. what I did. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you need to know what I tell you. You need to know. Mm-hmm. And then I don't tell people what they, I don't tell people what they need to know. I tell them like, this is the mindset you have to have. Yeah. And so don't, it's like, uh, I'm always telling them like, don't memorize the recipe, memorize the technique mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the mindset it spans across everything you do. It's like mm-hmm. the mindset of how to brew a cup of coffee mm-hmm. is the same mindset you apply to how do I explain this dish to this person mm-hmm. is the same mindset of how do I roll the pasta out this way? Mm-hmm. Same. Know? Yeah. So if my mindset is always like, I'm going to do it as cleanly, as neatly, yeah. as well informed as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, you know, when I'm rolling out pasta and I see like uh, a streak in it, I'm like, where did that come from? Mm. And I don't just like gloss over it or just overlook know, when, it and pass it through. someone's explaining a dish to a customer who doesn't really understand because I intentionally try not to over describe the dishes on the menu and they're like what the what is oh well what he did was that and then the customer is more important mm. and that's that's what I would like to happen but uh, yeah work in progress yeah. yeah nice that's that's what our unique thing is that we do for people yeah yeah and it creates I don't know so far it's worked out pretty well I think so because you're not looking for, you know, a hundred thousand people. I mean, it'd be nice, but that's like the whole Groupon situation from years past where it's like, hey, Groupon, we could get a lot of heads in there and, you know, it could potential business. Yeah. Nope. These are just people who are going to eat here once yeah. through your program and I will take a massive hit. Yeah. And I will, it'll be more hard work and less profit yeah. for one day for the potential of more people, which will not happen. Yeah. It's kind of that thing. Sure. So I think now it's like, yeah, you just put your ducks in a row and, you know, hospitality is where it's at. It's true. We're not, it's, it's restaurants provide a luxury service. Yes. Right. I think we've said this before Uh, as much as it was deemed an essential service during the pandemic. And that's why we got to restaurants are a luxury service for sure. You don't need to go out to eat. You want to. Yes. We all humans have survived millennia without restaurants oh okay. for sure they're in span of human history they're a recent thing yeah this should um, not be happening but the fact yeah. that it is part of the culture but yes. it, we like we enjoy pleasure yes so yes. now we have this whole sector of the economy that is a luxury based thing that seems like it's a need but everyone can cook at home mm-hmm. you know scientifically you can get all the nutrients you need by cooking at home mm-hmm. you don't need to go out to a restaurant ever but how much nicer is it to like not clean the dishes Mm -hmm. to sit down have someone explain whatever you want Mm -hmm. bring you that glass of wine Mm -hmm. that you don't have to clean that you didn't have to go to the store to buy you know to wash the lettuce for you to you know whatever you have there all you had to do was sit down and and say i want that i want that Mm -hmm. i want that i want that i want that Mm -hmm. and it gets brought to you and it looks nice yeah and it and it should taste great yeah presented well that's pretty good atmosphere it the idea you get music yeah yeah yeah. and then you know you get to couple crack a couple jokes with someone Mm who uh you feel is like there just to help you is almost like almost like having your temporary the help Mm -hmm. for you yeah you are the king and And what all you have to do in return is give some money and Mm -hmm. and have some decent enough manners yeah that's it and have yourself a night yeah yeah break bread with friends and family you know what i'm saying eat eat and have a good conversation yeah, you can and have not have to worry about cleaning up. experience yeah. and all you have to do is pay money for it yeah paper mm. so it yeah it's definitely a luxury product mm. 
Yeah. And we have to remember that in our approach of like, we're not selling, you know, I'm not selling water that people need. Yeah, this isn't essential. I can't just provide mm-hmm. shit service, you know. Yeah. Because I have to get people to choose me mm-hmm. over home, over over all the competing drive, things. Yeah. Over all the other places right next to me, I have to get them to yeah. choose me. Yeah. And that's why that competitive mindset works really well. Because mm-hmm. you have to be like, I want to be on top. Mm-hmm. I want to be on top. And then when I want someone else to get better, fine. Because I'm going to get better then. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's incentivized. I mean, you mm-hmm. you get the people in, and they will pay you money at the end of the day, and that is the game. How you get there and what you do, I think that's what, when you're talking about strategy and kind of approach, that's uh, that's what is commendable, at least for the small mom-and-pop restaurant idea. Yeah. It is the ultra, ultimate entrepreneurship of America. That is the heart and soul of what you know America is and essentially – Small yes. business. This is mom yes. and pop shit. Yeah, you're not supposed to ever be a millionaire in this idea. I mean, there are some out there and how they, you know, maneuver their businesses to get up there. It's few and far between, but for the most yeah. part, it is, you know, family run, uh, you know, uh, aspiring chefs, aspiring family, you know, family yeah. recipes. It's just some mm-hmm. people getting together who are like, I want to make this food because I want to show this my community this food mm-hmm. because of whatever reason it is mm-hmm. i want to be able to be there for my community for food when they want to have gatherings and yeah. you know catering events and this and that and that's how you do your part in the community i mean that's yeah. as simple as it is and like you said it is a luxury so there is no kind of free pass outs you yeah. know what i'm saying there's this no is, reason you can't yeah. cook for you know 10 of your friends at home mm-hmm. and like have a nice outdoor grill and mm-hmm. like you know yeah but how much easier is it to go to like the bowling alley and get some pizza and then mm-hmm. wash your hands and leave go home yeah silent yeah you know that's true it's awesome yeah i forget ah yeah because we come somewhat custom maybe it's just being here in california but eating is part of a you know dining culture for some not all just for some right but it's enough to sustain this many restaurants in the area and the out, outer areas mm-hmm. like i said i was on roseville and i was like there's restaurants everywhere. Everywhere. The restaurants yeah. here. There's some of these yeah. restaurants that are here. I help on Yelp sometimes, and I'm like, damn. It's a lot. There's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It feels like Sacramento is still a small town, but in reality, it's like, it's, it's wide. Yeah, big. it's wide. Yeah. yeah. That's the only reason it feels small is because each area isn't super condensed yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, it's happening slowly. Yeah. All yeah. Right. What's happening cool. with this government of yours? I don't know. What is it of mine, dude? Right. Yeah, yours. Yeah, okay. Sure. All right, let's see here. What do we got? Uh, uh, fast Recovery yeah. Act. This is uh, uh, to regulate the liability of big fast food establishments, uh, meaning minimum wage, max hours of work, and other working conditions. That's uh, the government intervening on oh. big fast food establishments. and Telling them that they have to actually follow all the rules that the small places dict- do. Dictating <laughs> mad minimum wage. But see, I don't know if I agree with that. But also, I don't know how to think about big fast food businesses. Are those yeah. are those ghost corporations too, or am I to understand like something like McDonald's, right? I mean, is that the American dream? Because there is a owner and there yeah. is someone who worked their way up. Do you? Do I think that it's a good idea for the government to intervene stuff. on their stuff? Yeah, it's tough. Uh, I only want to say no because I don't want them to do it to you. If they do it to them, they'll definitely do it to they'll you. They'll do it to me. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna take a hard stance and say I, I'm I'm for that, uh, in the sense that I just want to have an equal opportunity right mm-hmm. or what is, what's that term that when you equity where it's equal right? equity like mm-hmm. if i'm if i'm this small i shouldn't have as many rules on me because i'm smaller and because they're bigger they should have more rules mm. 
because they have more capital it's easier for them to adjust on a dime mm-hmm. uh, so I'm kind of for that you know mm-hmm. um, I don't really see the biggest problem with it unless they do like yeah try and come and hit me with the exact same rules and yeah. I'll be like okay but Fuck. you know I, I, I'm, I'm never going to look at a business and be like it's your fault that I'm not doing well of course right of course. Uh, I, I will look at the people in charge in the government and be like it is your fault that I'm not doing well, well just because tr- yeah. you're the ones that you're the game masters yes so you need to if you sit here and claim and campaign that like you're here for everyone to for my community to be better mm-hmm. you know then your community has to get better as a whole not yeah. just some people in the community yeah. now you can definitely make your community better as a whole by tackling a little group at a time uh, I think the problem that a lot of people have here in America is they feel like constantly the one group targeted for getting better is the group that's already better. Yeah. And doesn't need it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that you kind of have to accept the reality of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But for that rule, I think I'm for that because mm. it seems like they are making it uh, not necessarily more difficult for like McDonald's or Burger King or anything, but just being like, okay, that's fine. You want to be that big? then once you get to this bracket, then you have an extra set of rules that you have to comply by mm. because now the game gets harder. It's mm. like advancing to the next level. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You're not in the tutorial anymore. Yeah. You're not even on level one anymore. You're like starting to approach like the mid-level game bosses. Mm-hmm. You got to level up, bro. Yeah, like that's there's true. There's more restrictions on you because now the game's harder. Yeah, only because and the working be- capital yeah. in relevance to the business yeah. structure, amount of locations. I, I can see that. Yeah. But it seems like you never really hear too much about, you know, big bo- or big fast food industries having huge problems aside from those random, you know, like yeah. uh, uh, lawsuits like hot coffee. You get some like mid-management level guy from like one of those companies mm. and probably anonymously because they wouldn't want to say anything. But yeah. uh, even if we could just get someone like that here on this that'd be cool i like to know i have yeah. a lot of questions because and that's what sucks is because i'd love to hear their viewpoint yeah but i love to hear I, an honest one because yeah. it's got to be yeah. someone who that's was a why former man that's why it has yeah. to be like an anonymous person who yeah. like doesn't have to worry about us tattle town i wouldn't tell i would just be curious because mm-hmm. you can't get that viewpoint unless you've had the viewpoint yeah you know i think i look at it from uh you know me i'm an upside down kind of guy so whatever they say in media I almost think like I have to swim upstream so hard just to go and see what it might be. I only say no in for this because of what I think about with I think that sets a precedent. I'd rather have no government and let allow people to make the choice. Um, And if they are aware that they see these kind of things happening in that industry where people aren't getting paid properly, if that's the case. Um, I wouldn't want the government setting that because then that puts it in the hands of people who aren't in the industry to set you know, right. max People wages and don't hours and shit. Yeah, exactly. About. Which is kind of why we're in a certain situation yeah. for a lot of different things. So, but now we're stuck. And that's what happens because I think as long as, you know, government kind of keeps that stranglehold on, you know, like a state like this and how much funding we have in there and how big it is, I mean, how are you really going to upend that? You know, mm-hmm. it's never not going to be government, but now as people, if there was something going on, like if, like let's say this, the people that are in your general, you know, bubble of the people that work with you, if they caught wind or something found out like, man, Polo doesn't, you know, pay his people this much and the people are outraged and they start like, you know, stop I coming in. It, that's what I'm saying. See, yeah, that's my they, thing. That, but they, that's where it becomes like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take my dollar somewhere else. Vote with your dollar, dude. I say it all the time. That's what I'm thinking. See, but the it goes back is to people that. People don't. They do that. don't. That's they, what I'm saying. They don't. And, and I will say to defend 
the mass people, mm. uh, everyone who always is like, well, you should do your research. You should. I'm like, okay, should people do their research? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I would challenge anyone who ever says that, how much research have you done? Yeah, exactly. Do, do you research everything you do? Yeah. You research exactly where your water comes? Mm-hmm. Okay. There is there is too much knowledge out there mm-hmm. to try and absorb as a singular person. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, we do need some kind of overriding body mm-hmm. that is looking out for us. I think the problem with it is we're kind of in like a rule 22 or whatever it's called where it's like, no one knows how it really got established anymore and no one really knows what they're supposed to be doing. So they kind of just do whatever they want, mm-hmm. but no one, even though we put them in power, now it's like we can't tell them what to do anymore. Something happened. But they're just in power because they're in power. Yeah. And we're just kind of going off of whatever happened and we're just recently. Like, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> I, yeah, it's like you can't just like, like you can't just not go to work for two months and figure out the whole thing and, and structure a whole new plan, right? It's like, nope. I got rent to pay. I got It keeps I, going, it, yeah. It, but that. But then that's crazy because that's part of the game, right? Is they keep you busy, they keep you occupied. So never so ask can't. questions and never be so, upset and um, mad. I, I'm just laying everything out. So it's like, yeah. I do think people should vote for the dollar, but I, I totally understand when it's like, some days I just want to go get a sausage yeah. egg muffin and chill and do that. Yeah. But you know, um, uh, even uh, even like one percent of trying is better than zero. That's true. Or, or even like doing five sit-ups a day, it's better than doing zero sit-ups. Mm-hmm. And I hope people just uh, don't get discouraged by not knowing everything, mm-hmm. but feel empowered by what they do know. Yeah. And let that let that positive build because then that yeah. then people start affecting real change. They'll be like. Or sharing the information without, uh, and and people can listen without getting offended and being like, when someone comes up and says, "Hey, Paul's only paying his people fifteen bucks," and they're like, "What? Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'm not going there, or, mm-hmm. or or even better, let me look into it if you can." But oh, yeah. okay, you told me that. Okay, I'm not going there. Yeah, exactly. And then maybe a week or so later, like, oh, hey man, remember when I told you? Like, well, he only pays him fifteen, but. Everyone has a great time at work there. Everyone's really mm-hmm. happy. He lets, oh, okay, well, then I'll go back. Yeah. And, like, you don't have to just be, like, stuck mm-hmm. because of one piece. Of, you can change your mind. You can. And I think that's what we're trying to get out of being yeah. so, you know, entrenched in yeah. one You don't way. have to decide one what? time forever. Exactly. I think that's what we're coming out of, at least in the, the world before, mm-hmm. is where everything's got to be definitive. And I think they're yeah. still trying to push that. But I think what's happening with the everyday person, hopefully, and like you said, is yeah. being able to be very flexible and trying your yeah. best to, you know, understand relationships and build trust. I just, all it really comes down to, I agree with you. Not everybody in the world is going to be able to research every single thing. You're no, just hoping that be the, impossible. People, the people you fucking do, you know, business with or you're able to, you know, go eat at or, you know, buy stuff from is doing their best to give you yeah. what their best is. And yeah. they're kind of building that and learning along the way and an open discussion i think that's why i'm important. all into like mindset mm-hmm. let your mindset be like i'm gonna listen to information that comes in mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna apply my my morals or my values or my mindset to that information and then i'll answer mm-hmm. not just hey company a is bad okay company a is bad mm-hmm. it's like well yeah this person who told me company c was great the other day was wrong yeah may company a may very well be bad but, but I'm, not gonna just, I'm not going <laughs> to just trust that this person anymore, uh-huh. you know, or maybe I'll trust him again. And but knowing that I need to look into it, you know, and that's fine. Yeah, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. It's, it's okay. We're all wrong. You're not even necessarily wrong. No, you're just making the best decision yeah. you had with mm-hmm. the facts you had, with everything you had. When you have new facts come in, and that's the key. Try to that's the best part about best. being a nerd is you mm-hmm. learn that's like 
no one knows what the fuck they're talking about. That's the whole. All these constants and stuff we have. Yeah. When you re- if you read into like all these math constants, there's one right now that the math community is like, oh shit, this might actually be wrong, and so everything we know is wrong. We See, don't think it's wrong, but that's but difficult. It could be. That's difficult for people yeah. who are entrenched in yeah. what they believe already to be true, and yeah. hopefully that is what's going to well, be. Well, it's hard. It's hard to accept when you like mm-hmm. when something's been true your whole life. So just yes. Like, and it it doesn't have to be black and white like that. It can just be like, uh, okay, it was right for a long time, and now we have this new piece of information that's yeah. like, well, maybe it's not like right, right, mm-hmm. but it's right enough mm-hmm. for for me. We know more about it now. Yeah. It's just a little more reservation. Not to yeah. say it's totally uh, farce, but yeah. let's just consider different yeah. options possibly, or things yeah. will continue to evolve, which I think is the plan. But yeah. that's where I stand on that. Okay. Um, here we go, another one. California required the composting of food scraps and yard cuttings um, for home and uh, I think big business, I think, are required now for composting. Every, everyone has to compost now? In California. For supposedly uh, for uh, keeping green gases out of the atmosphere to I fight mean, climate game. change. I'm down. I, do I have to compost now? This is news to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's restaurants. I think yeah. well, at least I know for for myself. I'd be down we for would like put it uh, in our you know like uh, green waste. You would uh, put okay. like yeah. tissue and all this stuff like that. Well, what's it, in SF? I'm always bugging whoever I can talk to that's in charge here in Sacramento about like mm. how in SF when I worked there we had um, a separate garbage bin in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that the city of SF provided. Yeah. And it was compost only, but mm-hmm. it wasn't just food scraps. Like there's a there's like a guy here in town who does stuff. But it can only shit. be food stuff. Oh wow! Uh, in SF, I don't know how the prog- program set up, but mm. it was like paper towels. Yeah, it was like wax paper. So yeah, or not wax paper, but parchment paper was okay. Parchment, uh, uh, most containers, tissue paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a, lo- uh, a lot of those biodegradable food to go mm-hmm. containers. Yeah. And, but the bonus of it wasn't that it was just there. It was that the city of SF provided that free of charge. Ah, see, that's the key. Yeah. So I'm trying well, to figure out what this is. Think about the incentive for every restaurant to mm-hmm. do that. I'm, I'm always talking to anybody I can to about that. Like, hey, can Sacramento do this? Like, we have space here. But see, is that private or is that through government? That, uh, as far as I know, in SF, that was the state. Uh, that was the city of the city. SF doing that. Yes. So somewhere they're hauling it and doing huge composting. Yeah. You know, and I was like, that's a great service. But see, I'm thinking one or two things now. I got to swim upstream again because, you know, me, I'm not the biggest fan of the government. I'm thinking this. If it was free in San Francisco, that leads me to believe possibly that they have a shit ton of money and they could just do that. And I think it benefits them. And I don't know in what way. But composting is gold for anybody out there who farms. Composting is everything. So maybe they're selling it and getting their money. But are you against that? Because cause the state of California, right? Okay, you know, you're from here. So, you know, in Sacramento, mm-hmm. there's a row of orange trees yes. in Midtown. Yes. Like almost every other street every has other got street, these oranges, yes. okay? Yes, yep, So, yep, you yep. know what they used to do with all these? Mm-mm. They used to collect them all. Oh, I think you Some told guy, yeah, 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 some yeah. guy, whoever it was, or some guy at the state, maybe some people at the prisons would make gallons on gallons and gallons of California orange marmalade. And mm-hmm. the state would sell it, and they would make money off of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, finally. True. You're telling me the state figured out how to make income without just taxing me? Exactly. But, but then someone was like, well, if it's actually property of California, that means it's, it's my back property. To the property yeah, to the so people. I need my 0.23%. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what, state of California, now they just, they don't do it anymore. They dump it, yeah. Because the, the courts ruled that they had to pay out to everybody. To pay everybody, And yeah. it's just like. Uh, more of a hassle. Dude. And 
and and now I've seen people pick them, and I, I just think the state doesn't care anymore because technically uh. it's illegal. There's which is one, crazy. How's that illegal? Well, because it belongs to all the people of California. Ah. So, like, there's a one Keens tree in, uh, in oh, the Oh, yeah, Capitol I know which one you're talking about, too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've and, grabbed some Keens. And that yeah. one they actually watched, though, because Keens is valuable. And, and there's value to but it. But it's crazy because, like, all they do is let it rot and fall down. Mm-hmm. But it just sits there and does it's whatever. It's because someone got upset about got all uppity. Oh. And I'm like, I get going after the government if they're doing something wrong and like don't open the door and set a precedent yeah but that was one thing that they were doing that was actually great what were they doing the money who i don't care i don't i don't care what they were doing that money mm. you know why because now what's happening to that money zero nothing that the economy went down now our taxes are even higher to well now they got for the oranges exactly <laughs> you know and i'm sure if tomorrow some court decided that they can do it again our, our taxes are not going to go down yeah that's a good they're point. just going to get extra money but you know what? i don't care yeah because I would rather that the government do stuff like that because that's exactly cool what shit. exists. I mean, in 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 theory, yes, but it seems like the more it seems, it just seems like if, if anything, this is what I'm thinking. Whoever came up with that must have been a dude who might have been working in restaurants and just figured out this is a smart idea. Let's yeah. do this. Got yeah, you know, that worked in restaurants and then yep. started as some low level state employee for the Department of Agriculture. It's like, hey, yeah. in Sacramento, they got all these orange trees. We should just make marmalade and sell it. See, Make to be honest, I'd rather have it like this. Instead of the government doing that, I'd rather have maybe like a handful of coalitions that are like farmers, restauranters, uh, you know, community people, gardeners that would partake in a project like that. Mm-hmm. Not singular, but maybe bidding yeah, on like that. Yeah, like a state-run, like exactly. profit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'd totally be down I with would, that. I, I, I'm in. Yeah, I'm but totally I do understand. I do understand. I'm with you like that. But I just, uh, the only thing I was thinking about is, okay, they have the, a composting facility, a multi-million dollar composting facility okay. is going to happen. So I'm thinking, okay. And then they sell the compost and, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that too. Yeah. Because what is the function of the government? The function of the government is to do public to works To rule project. you. Okay. That's what they <laughs> to do. To control That's not you. their function. The function of the government <laughs> is to provide public works that are too great for an individual or a small group. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they should be, okay, this is not just a problem for person A, restaurant B, mm-hmm. and small restaurant group C and small business five, mm-hmm. right? This is a problem for the city of Sacramento True. that everyone has. Okay, that's the government's job to fix. Oh, these roads don't work. How mm. do we fix? These lights are out of order. We should be fixing that. Oh, there's fruit dropping on the sidewalk and ruining the sidewalk. And but the government people, those aren't people who have expertise in these things. No, they're not. So but why even I'm, have I'm them? I'm just upset because that was one thing that they were doing that was good, and then it ended. Hey, a long know. time ago. But See, so it's the government's fault again. <laughs> no, well, is it? That one's like not the government's fault. That oh, one, I mean, man. it's the government's fault in the sense that some judge ruled it that way. Mm. But it's almost like the judge's hands were tied, right? Like they have to follow the letter of the law. It's See, like, that's why it wasn't illegal. The government, as long as it would have been brought fine. It up. Yeah, exactly. It would have been fine without With, the government. Without the government, it just wouldn't have happened. But now, now it we're would be what happens now is some people just go take it and do it themselves, mm-hmm. and but just whatever. That's what it was like in Texas. You know what they have in Texas, uh, in Houston, everywhere? They have a hazelnut tree. Is it hazelnut? They got hazelnut trees in Texas? Or not hazelnut. It's uh, it's something. Something Some kind of nut good. tree? Yeah, that's just everywhere. Pecan. Pecan. Oh, and people just pick them? Ev- they're every- they're- it's like that's this, crazy. how we have trees everywhere. Just imagine all these pecans. Oh, that's lit. And they just grab garbage bags of them because they're just there, just yeah. chilling. 
Maybe next winter I'll do it. Mm. Okay, there we go. So that's that. Uh, let's see what else do I got? Uh, food production investment program estimated two hundred fifty-seven million to accelerate adoption of advanced energy efficient and renewable energy technology to reduce greenhouse gas emissions to improve public health and environment. Well, you know I'm a hippie, so all these ones that help the greenhouse, I'm like, yep. Mm. Although I'm always watchful of the ones that make some new department because then i'm like nope but that's what all this is we don't need a new department but that's we just need people to do their job because you got to think about this if we're introducing all this you know if if we're on the side of stopping climate change and we're on the side of clean energy we didn't have these existing in government before so therefore there has to be new undertakings so there's going to be new a new committee new all that and then it's going to be this more of the same just in this new world that's what how i see it Maybe we can push through some some legislative action that the government has to pay a fine for each useless committee. Oh, you're talking about some kind of audit? Yeah. Uh, people have been waiting for that for hundreds let's, of years. Well, let's do it. Let's just start auditing. Maybe, maybe we can get enough popular support that we'll just become no, a real thing. You said it earlier and it made sense. People are too busy to even think about it. And the news cycle is so strong and we'll media create, is so strong. We'll create a second government that audits the first the government. First government. <laughs> More like, gov- that's, that's a new government facility for a is, government it's, that's it's against the government. Called, what is the what's math? They call it new math? Yeah, exactly. be new government. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that sounds like what the CIA had to do for the FBI, who had to do it for the guns. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, th- we're here to who regulate to on them. For the marshals. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> California agriculture produces... No, but we'll be different. We won't get corrected yeah, exactly. by that. <laughs> you know who said that? The people before us. Come on, man. Uh, California agriculture produces half of the country's fruit, nuts, True. and vegetables. 70,000 yeah. farming operations. Two, 24.3 million acres of land generating $100 billion a year just in California alone. That's crazy. $100 billion in just produce a year is from... That's so much fucking fruits and vegetables. Should we Holy be doing shit. this? Is this what should we, we, we should we be doing this for the country? I don't we know how it works. Bread basket for the country. I think uh, living in California and talking to some people, they're aware but not like consciously aware. Yeah. It's like as soon as you bring it up, they're like, "Oh yeah," because you don't hear about Wyoming avocado or, no, or nothing. Wyoming nothing. No, you know? living here is like there's that. Idaho potatoes. True. There's Wisconsin cheese. Wisconsin cheese. Uh. Some people think New York apples, Florida no. Florida oranges, Florida oranges, which is no longer Georgia pecans. I get Georgia peaches, Georgia peach. Yep, which uh, is no longer. But what else do you think of from like a different uh, salmon or something from the north north coast? coast yeah, Pacific Northwest. Yeah, uh, Maine, lob- Maine lobsters. The Maine, yeah. Let's see. Foods but associated with a certain area. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But then you're like, oh, California avocado. Yeah. And I've had California oranges, and they're bomb. Bomb. And I've and what California rice and California, California rice, California that, California and this, everything, and that, and that, and, and it's like, yeah, dude, we're the best. But should we be the breadbasket for the country? Uh, I don't know. Should we or not? It's kind of irrelevant. I know that we have to be. Do we? I don't know. Are what we going to think that other eat. places like people aren't aware and able to sustain a farm? You know, like farming for you know small township. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, are uh, we subsidizing too busy. big? Yeah, but that's what's why <laughs> because they're too busy. See, and that's what's changed because for nothing. someone who's in uh, what's the middle of the country state? I don't know Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. If they want an avocado, they better be able to go to Safeway or whatever they got over mm. there and get a fresh avocado, right? Mm. But, but do should they? Know? they? But that's should what they? I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm I, I'm with you. Like because that's just plants grow 
like we were saying at the beginning, like they don't know what season. Yeah. They don't know where the hell if they are. If you want avocados, get your ass over there. Go, go grow some, man. <laughs> exactly, yeah. If I want yeah. Maine lobsters, let me go. But, I mean, we now have a system yeah. where we could ship these things over for yeah. a certain price. People willing system, to do it, like, I get do it. we need it? Exactly. Because, and that's the best part about, like, the slow food movement is, like, mm. realizing what's local to you mm-hmm. and, like, being grateful that we have modern day transportation yeah but not expecting it yeah because and then like, we end up in a situation like this yeah. where we provide well, we a have culture very low biodiversity yep. and what was i listening to the other day there's some like citrus problem right now yes i heard about killing that all the oranges mm-hmm. and like they can't figure out how to slow it down and if it stays this way we might not have oranges might in not like have eight oranges. years come on man might not have or- my oranges might be extinct i don't believe in none of that propaganda shit but the fact that it's out there lets you know that Where someone smoke, along fire. exactly someone identified something. So if anything, the problem is actually happening now. Yeah, and maybe it's a, a shift in trying to move business a certain way, or it's just hitting the panic button early and just getting people riled up. I, I'm, Hard to yeah. say. Yeah, but it's uh, biodiversity is good for us. Uh, what some someone what was I listening to? Dates. Mm. Uh, this guy I was trying to find out like what what was the original date tree. And I guess there's a couple different kinds of dates. And now I'm not because I listen to this thing. I'm all like, I want to try them all because I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. And uh, but there's there's only like a handful of different varietals of dates in the whole world. And they can't even go back and find out what was the original wild date. As far as they know, as far as they can go mm-hmm. back in DNA, they can only get to like a, a, a propagated Where? Okay. How about what cultures? That's just one ingredient. What cultures are big on dates Mm. that you're aware of? Damn, I should really know this because they talked about this. Uh, I would definitely say a lot of the Middle East. Yes. uh, And and they were saying like they found stuff uh, from like way back, like ancient people Mm -hmm. worship date trees and shit because it was. uh, There's like a story, Mm -hmm. and I don't think it's in the the bible that the catholics use i think it's in like one of the other books that's not included mm-hmm. and it's like god created the dates so that people could survive and then the devil got jealous and that's why it grows thorns at the bottom i there's mean some, there's some crazy but like to have a story like that it means dates are fucking ancient. old that's fine. old but they hold uh, some relevance I, I think like there's some like around christmas time in spain dates get popular mm. i think they were saying i've heard of something like this uh there's some like religious celebration that is very focused on dates ramadan or, i yeah, think yes. they do i remember my turkish friends uh i think turkish not turkish uh from turkey celebrating ramadan i remember going over there for a feast uh dates with buttermilk was the ritual right huh. before right before eating dates with buttermilk mm. mm-hmm I want to try this. Uh, I'm not the biggest buttermilk fan, but I respectfully did it, and I could not understand the pairing, to be quite honest. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Buttermilk is pretty in front of your face. And then dates, I mean, I'm not the biggest date fan. Um, I like them a very specific way, but they were just straight up, and then it was that with that to open up the, the feast. Okay. So I was like, huh, okay. So that's why I'm like, you have a point there. And I think there's a story for every single thing. There is. But I think that's why, and this is why I go back to the, you know, California making everybody's produce. I was like, is this what we're really supposed to be motherfucking doing? Because we shouldn't be. No. I would agree with you. We, I would I would say it is the way it is mm-hmm. because biodiversity isn't that high anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they've figured out, you know, this sugar snap pea mm-hmm. plant produces like, enough for a hundred people on this one plant and mm-hmm. it grows really great here in california so i'm going to do a farm of just this one sugar snap pea plant 
and I'm going to provide not only California, not only Northern California, I'm going to do Southern California, Colorado, mm-hmm. Wyoming. People are going to get my sugar snap peas all the way in New York, maybe even in London. See? You know? But there's a quality uh, drop-off at that point. There is a quality drop-off because... Transpo, uh, time. God, dude, it'd be so nice to like, know everything about biochemistry, just like that, like the matrix. But um, we need other varietals because who knows? Maybe tomorrow some bug mutates and bites. Sure, snap, he's gone. Uh, it's a lot. Prog- it's very progressive. But it, there's it, not enough farmers out there yeah, now because yeah. it is big agro. Big well, and people, meat, big. people when they go to Safeway, like you were saying, mm-hmm. I think you you were the one telling me that like, oh, yeah, you got to have the, the fresh apple. The one that looks just like the perfect. picture. Yeah. Perfect. And if it's not, they just throw it away. Yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. It is. That is wrong. That is wrong. That is wrong. But that's it the culture we built. Be. Yeah. You should just. We be, want abundant scene. Yeah. You don't have to eat a lot of it. We just want to know we, it's there. We want to know it's there. Why? As soon as we don't think it's there, we're going to buy them all. Mm-hmm. I'm telling like, you, I've seen supermarkets that sit on produce when they get the when they get, or when they get it on arrival. It sits in their stock for three to four days before it even yeah. hits the floor. No, see, we shouldn't be doing that. But why did? How did we get here? I don't know. See, and that's why I have a big problem with big, big business. I'd rather have it more small. If government was going to do anything, it was just going to be more like a cap, in terms. But that's see, that's even stupider. No, because don't, I don't cap like it. That yeah, that's dumb if too. Someone's yeah, doing a good job. Let them yeah. do it. That's why that that initial thing about like, okay, you got to level two. Now there's a couple more rules. Mm-hmm. I, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, you want to be the sugar snap pea farmer yeah. for whatever, 10 different states. Okay, well, if you want to grow that much, we're going to require that you grow at least three different varietals. Yeah. Or we're going to require that, fine, you want to be this guy, then Fuck. you have to invest, uh, you know, 1% or 2% of the amount of money you make uh. into some kind of research. See, and that's why I and kind of I'm not loosely agree with you. for yeah. it. Yeah. But I think. The better the, the two evils. situation that we mm-hmm. are in, it's probably the best of a bunch of bad decisions. Yeah, because we can't get rid of the government, and no. we can't ultimately regulate, you know, businesses to the point where you could you stop them from making money. So, what's the best balance? I, okay. I kind of concur now because yeah. the government's going to be here. So you got to figure out a way to do it yeah. without the best decision. I agree. Yeah, get rid of the government, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's not realistic. So what's the best of a? Of what's a the best thing they could do? Yeah. yeah, I would say just. I mean, it would become a people thing again, depending. I think if if food became, let's just say how, you know, news cycles right now have all these things. If food was always top three in terms of just kind of, you know, very informative and people are on top of it and people, everybody would know about food. Maybe something like that would be like, hey, man, I don't, these sugar snap peas in that are made in California, get in Wyoming. Everybody in Wyoming don't like them. They're like, yo, these aren't good quality. Like, why we get, Mm -hmm. just don't do it. Just and don't then, eat them. Yeah, and that's the hope to just kind of just and, whatever's and local. And eat what grows in the soil near you. Yeah, and that's what's and and that's what's crazy. You'll be okay because I think as the future goes, it's this idea of this global idea where it's like, oh, you could get fucking anything at any time. And yeah. but you're the consumer are unaware of its properties or anything. You're just kind of seeing it. As long as it looks like whatever the advertisement might be, I'm okay with it. Where it's kind of like, what did it need to do to get to that point? Right. How much of a natural, how much of this? Because that's where I have a problem with like big aggro, mm-hmm. big meat. Uh, for instance. They're like selling a luxury ingredient, pretty much. Who? Big aggro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? That's what I'm thinking. Like you live in, uh, what's kind of deserty? You live in Arizona mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you just going to have fresh strawberries? Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 There's stuff that can grow yeah. you know for your area why aren't you eating yeah uh what grows in the desert and is a fruit i don't know something mm. 
I don't know. I don't pineapple. know what goes there. <laughs> I just pineapple could go everywhere. Uh, so I'm like, yeah. Uh, let, let me pick a different state. Uh, Washington yeah. and all the berry bushes. Boom. You should be eating berries all yeah, day. Yeah, berries don't, should be, don't be 50 cents a pound. Yeah. Don't be eating mangoes. Well, we like mangoes. So we need to I, figure I out like a way to get too. them here. Yeah. But you have to realize there has to be that I think what would be good is people could realize I, if I want a mango, I'm not buying it a necessity anymore mm-hmm. because I want one. Yes. I'm choosing to want to mm-hmm. pay for something that's been transported from probably a different country mm-hmm. through hella different places in my country to make it to me. Yeah. And so it should be more expensive. Yeah. It should have like a, almost uh, like a luxury thing. Yes. Like, like a luxury tag that says, mm-hmm. Hey, this imported is not items. Here. Yeah. It's yeah. Only, maybe we should like labels to, I don't know. I hate thinking of this idea of like tagging something. Cause some new committee is going to be like, well, we'll decide this tag. For you. <laughs> That's true. But, uh, I, I think if uh, a grocery store did start like labeling, hey, today these straw, oh, what is it? Five Guys does this okay. with their potatoes. Uh-huh. They get like pallets and they're like, today's potatoes are from blah, 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 blah. That'd be kind of cool. Like, and I don't, I don't know how hard it'd be it would just for be like Safeway to institute that. Probably a little bit. Yeah. You know, the ordering person and the people on the floor are going to have to like, be a little bit more mindful, but. That's just Since my you're belief a grocery anyway. Store. What that, the fuck is your point? Yeah. You have to try to work, sell You should be more mindful. Thank you. And I guess that's an argument for like co-op or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is more expensive, but you do get more knowledge. So yeah, I think just shifting the way of thinking about things because I think, I think we've it, yeah, it we've, has to come from the consumer exactly because we got over the idea of discerning what is eating for health versus eating for fun for fun, and that's what I think is why we get mangoes available everywhere in the world. I get it. Whoever's making mangoes, making money, whoever's getting them satisfied, but looking at the overall scope of what we're really doing in terms of food. And we can't control everything. I mean, obviously, like you said, we're here now, but looking at it, it's like, is this really what we need to be doing? But it, it, yeah, it just sucks that people don't realize the power they have with voting with their dollar. Because that's the only reason, like, I think we have talked about this before too, but like milk and dairy and stuff all mm-hmm. says like no RBST, yeah. whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was not a government thing. Mm-hmm. That was a bunch of people got mad enough yeah. about that one thing for whatever reason there was it was. Enough noise and then there was enough somebody noise had to do from the moves, consumer, yeah. not mm-hmm. any kind of group. And then stores were just went back to the dairy producers like, hey, no one's buying this milk that has RBST in it. We need you to change change of the dollar and the dairy farmers mm-hmm. are like well that fucking sucks but i do need to sell this to make money and if that's what people want and they're telling me with how they're voting then i guess i have to do it that way yeah and that's how that happened yeah see so now what is so now today's if, future if you people? went to the store and started like hey uh you just started being hella annoying every mm-hmm. time you know, you're not even being that annoying. They work at the grocery store. They should be knowing. Ask people to do their job. Most of the time, people don't talk to the produce people because we've I don't. come to a well, point. They're too busy. I can't talk to them. That's what happens because socially, we've come yeah. to this point where we oh, we don't like really interacting with people. Yeah. It's like this is the shit you put in your body. This is the guy that's the the guy who's in charge of the food that yeah. comes in that gives it to you, and you don't want to have a relationship with this dude. Strange. Yeah. Strange. Even not even like friend relation just like an acquaintance yeah. like hey great what's, what's fresh to, like, what that you in? washed your hands mm-hmm. before you touched my mm-hmm. clamshell strawberries or grapes or carrot yeah we got to instill some level of trust again like yeah. whatever a neighborhood idea is or whatever a community idea is has to kind of be stressed in the idea of getting to be very uh forthright with the relationship building when it comes to at least in the food game just trying to really be cognizant of you know the questions like hey yeah. where is this coming from and oh what hey, do you think you of this yeah. exactly and like you know and that's why i think it's your responsibility if you do work in some food service to 
if someone asks you that question, you should be able to know the answer. Mm-hmm. Or every once in a while someone asks me, I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to find out, I though. should. I never even thought of that, and I should look into that. Yeah. And I'll, I'll try and find out. Yeah, because everybody's yeah. looking for the right information, and that's the thing that yeah. sucks. Because what I come down to is, there's there's information on this side, there's information on this side, and then there's what you believe. Mm-hmm. And like you said, find both. A lot of work. Don't get me wrong. So now, in the case of buying produce at a grocery store, the hope is to build relationships and instill the trust in somebody who can help progress you to understand, you know, kind of produce through his perspective right. but not be beholden to his only opinion where right. that guy said it's the truth like no uh take that into account maybe i'll look a little bit of that just that one thing oh yeah. maybe i'll go over here and ask that guy okay cool now i got something and just yeah. kind of let that be part of the everyday lexicon of how people navigate through food because that's if anything that you were going to do anything for like that i would think it'd be food only because it's something we ingest it's it you can almost think of food as like medicine right oh man because you what do you do to medicine? You ingest it for what? To do something to specific? Heal. Yes. You may not realize that everything you ingest is doing something specific, but mm. carrots are giving you the whatever beta carotene. The mm. grapes you ate are giving you, you know, vitamin yeah. B six. I that's think. Would you put something in your body without knowing what the hell is in it? Yeah. It, Boom. That's People. why I, I don't even take medicine. Or I'll take it if I need it. Like the other day, that's worst heart, thing. Like I had heartburn, bad as fuck, because I was. Idiot and drank all night, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And you I was like, "Oh, damn, dude, I'm 33. I can't drink like that." Mm-mm. I went to the store. I got some tums. Also, I felt great. See? And that's you why, know? even though I hate medicine, I hate the whole medical field. I hate yeah. government. The reality is, the 20 percent of me is they have a function. We just need to figure out and really be poignant yeah. about what poignant. it can do. Yes. Yeah. Don't don't every time you have a you know uh, a, a heartburn take times yeah maybe realize okay the problem for why i got the heartburn is this mm-hmm. and i'm gonna avoid that, that a little bit more next time or i will introduce or, this to my diet to help yeah. me converse with that dude yeah. food has such an important body uh, part in your body chemistry and you know a lot of stuff is like negative mm-hmm. and too much mm-hmm. and you can really change um your perspective your outlook on things even like uh, emotionally and mentally mm-hmm. problems that you may have if you kind of change up your diet mm-hmm. you, know, you stop it's well known that you know eating processed foods is like pretty fucking bad for your yeah. mindset it's it's slowly it's, not drumming only you down. like yeah. vitamin wise but mm-hmm. like mentally you're like oh, i'm not even making time for myself yeah you know like sit down mm-hmm. make yourself a burger mm-hmm. with just meat that you bought from the grocery store yeah and watch that Slow burger down. is gonna be so much better for you than mm-hmm. you know a Burger King burger. Yeah. Or as you're watching your tenth episode of Netflix, like have some beets in the oven roasting, or mm-hmm. or saute up some fucking snap peas or something. Make it. It doesn't all have to be hella hard. I mean, my hope is that the generation that you know we are in is that people in hopeful thinking. I hope so, man. You know, what I'm saying I know there's still gonna be always a percentage of people that is always gonna need you know. Uh, the types of uh, cuisine or foods that will make you feel a certain type of way. And I'm not saying it's only fast food, to be quite honest. I'm thinking for me, I have a, I have a big, you know, gripe with, you know, vegan food to be quite honest. Cause I'm, I'm of the mind of that's highly processed, but the marketing is great. Um, anybody who's doing any other extreme diets that don't require balance. Um, I'm in opposition of, um, cause everything's kind of, everybody has to treat everything differently. Um, and I think it does require balance unless you have very stiff deficiencies where you can't eat this, which is totally understandable. But yeah. for the most part, 
I think everything requires balance, and I don't think there's a right answer because I think your body composition versus mine versus da da da, so on and so forth. It's all different. It's all trial and error, and if you ain't trial and erring, and you're just kind of going with the status quo, you're fucked. Preaching. Preaching. That's, that's keep, what keep, I think. I tell people that I don't know how many times I tell people that awake mm. when they're like, "Oh, how do you how do you eat all that?" I'm like, "Well, one, I don't eat all day. Yeah. Two, over time of eating different things, I've been like, oh, mm. like." My body does not do well with this ingredient. And when I eat this, I do great. Mm -hmm. And that's just something you have to, that should be something that's not just in like your RAM storage in your brain. You need to put that in like your long-term memory. That's constant. Yeah. Oh, that 9 a broccoli, my stomach was fucked up the next day. Whole garlic, but sauteed, I'm good. Noted. It's a constant tweak throughout your life. That shouldn't be something that's just like, Mm -hmm. oh, remember and forget about that. needs some, that goes in your body. Mm -hmm. Put that in the long term. Yeah. Storage. I think that yeah, I think that a lot of that is is a forever project. However, you're introduced to food, whether it's early or late, once that journey starts, then everything just becomes tweaking and just yeah. being cognizant and of imagine your if diet. people got introduced to food mm-hmm. like at that level of thinking younger and younger. Yeah, how much better we would be. But I think it, yeah. that's why I think farming. I mean, and I maybe I was fortunate or whatever school I was into. But when I came to Sacramento and then I was at this school, it was a temporary school, only open for a handful of years. But they had a garden, had a dude oh, wore awesome. he wore overalls all the time really cheeky guy named mr judd really fun dude um and all we were doing in that class propagating little things going to the garden checking out sunflowers it was very minuscule but it introduced to me the idea of the process of how you know kind of food works and then things and you know pollination and all that just to have it the visual idea because that is a forever concept yeah it makes it very tangible very tangible and that's early age where Mm -hmm. where learning through your hands is like very efficient yeah if anything that's the more absolute i think as we go into the the new world where it's either you're on digital or you're living real life right now i think that's going to be even more important going forward but it does seem and this is just it, it seems like those uh there's a, a whole new movement towards farming. There's a whole new movement with food literacy, food, everything. Now, how much of that is necessary or unnecessary, I, you know, the, it, we'll see at the end of the day. But as long as it's progressing towards something, you know, different and a little more option, I'm totally into it if people are, you know, about it. I, 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 I agree. I think people need to get out and, and touch food growing with their hands mm-hmm. or even grow, like, a basil plant in their mm-hmm. apartment window or something mm-hmm. and, like, yeah, herbs watch are easiest. And, and like watch that, you know, that basil plant doesn't just grow overnight. Mm-hmm. And besides all the other effects that I think it would be good for that you could learn, but just realizing, oh, it has to start here and then mm-hmm. it goes here and then it goes here and then it's this mm-hmm. and then it's finally ready. Mm-hmm. And realizing, oh, so every time I go to the store, that's not just basil. No. That's like the strawberry I get took mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. The mango I got took weeks to grow mm-hmm. and then took a week to get here. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think having a, a, a visual guide for yourself nearby and seeing that would be like, oh, that's why these raisins are whatever, you know, $4 a pound mm-hmm. because someone had to grow them and then blah, 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 blah. The and then, and, but then you relatable. can see the, you can justify the price in your head more tangibly mm-hmm. and not just be like, why the fuck is pork $8 a pound? And just be mad. And just be upset. And and you're like, oh no, pork, it's, hate it. it's yeah. $8 a pound because we decided this, which fine, I'm in favor of it and that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being informed. Uh, yeah, and just for food, I don't know about any other subject. I just think food, personally, is important. I mean, I, I, you could, I could go on about other things I think people should be doing, but if anything's a, a constant, only because it applies to everybody, it's food. You have it every day. Yeah, everything else, uh, I could care less. You could follow anything else, but food, mm-hmm. 
you take it upon yourself to tweak what it is that is right for you, both in nutrition, health, enjoyment. It's just, it's constant it's and constant. be in variables. I mean, er, there's different cuisines and living in a place like California is amazing because you get to experience different cuisines. We get the best of everything. Yeah. So, People I mean. spoiled rotten. Uh, and, we even, and we don't even know. No. We live in the best part of France in California. Yeah. We grow some great wines. We have great produce. This is, you Sacramento know. Sacramento is like the bread basket. Yeah. Come on, man. It's the highest points. Yeah. Uh, mushroom knowledge. What you got? Uh, I don't really have any mushroom, mushroom dish on the menu. I, then. I do want to put a mushroom dish on, but it's been hard. Uh, the last couple of times I've called my mushroom people, they've all been like, we're kind of short on supply. Mm-hmm. We don't want to tell you that we have it for sure. And then tell don't, you next yeah, week that don't, we don't yeah. have it. I'm like, fair enough. So I might be moving into using some button mushrooms to, to mm-hmm. do something with, Let's get something in there. Um, mushrooms are great for you. I don't know. Mm. No, right, I, I don't have some. any new mushroom thing. I don't have any new. It's not food related, it's but it's definitely mushroom related. And to look into it yourselves mm. and get amazed by mushrooms. Uh, psilocybin investors eyeing Oregon growing market to bring new frontier for consciousness expansion. Ooh. Potential $1 billion business. Yeah, what what is that on the stock market? And let me get on that train, I mean, they dude. say there's a lot of people definitely looking into it for... Uh, the consciousness purpose. Only reason why I found it interesting because what we talk about, you know, with fucking mushrooms, I think being very, very important, uh, at least from the food standpoint, from the psychedelic, and this is mm-hmm. the way they framed it, uh, the consciousness. I was like, very, for a food, essentially yeah. a food, because you're still for ingesting it, to change and alter your consciousness. So I, I relay that back to your comment about, you know, uh, low consciousness food, for instance, or yep. low energy food. Same idea. That is going to affect the internal bodily functions, both brain and body. Absolutely. Where with a mushroom thing, you're talking about a billion dollar business or a billion dollar business burgeoning from the idea of psilocybin mushrooms, psychedelic mushrooms for consciousness development. Like how insane does that sound? And this is a I mushroom that just comes from. Stock market because that sounds exactly mm-hmm. the same phrasing that they used for marijuana three, Boom. four years ago, mm-hmm. five years ago. I don't know. Come on. Only because I was just looking at stocks this morning, so I'm very much in a financial mindset from that. But mm. trying to get ahead. As as far as uh, like, uh, what do I think about that for like a cultural sp- perspective? I think it's great. Yeah. I think anything to do with food and impacting humans is always going to be great, pretty much. Especially the more natural it gets. Mm. I think I'm big on veering away from uh, not veering away, but just kind of evening the medical field with a little more homeopathic, yeah. more naturalistic. Yeah. It's uh, gotten too too yes. med- too uh, sterile, yes. medicinal. Yes, too too much. Like here's this magic pill. Mm-hmm. Here's like, a highly here, manufactured. Here's drug. this mushroom that you eat, yes. and then eat some uh, carrots too today. Yeah, exactly. And, and I bet if you do that for a week. You'll be okay. Here's some fish oil. Yeah. Stuff like that. Oil. Like yeah. simple oh, things. I'm, I'm into mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. As long as as long as it's uh being produced in a sustainable way, you know, we're mm-hmm. not just like murdering a whole uh species mm-hmm. to have enough fish oil for like but a week. See, that's what makes fucking at least yeah. mushrooms great because they're they, dark they environment, no feed. And you we're know not even killing the plant, we just eat the berry. Mm-hmm. That come was craziest. Now. When I read that mm-hmm. when I read that uh the mushroom that we think of the mushroom is not the actual plant. I was like, 
Yeah. What? Uh huh. <laughs> that there, there's like the internet is just in the ground. Yes. Yeah. yeah the yeah. network <laughs> is wild, man. But I got I like, that's see cool. that's a whole another conversation. I've been looking into composting. Oh, yeah. But besides that, tell the people what they need to hear. P. Uh, drink your water. I've been kind of bad today. I've been drinking my coffee today. Hey, coffee hey. is water, and it's Co- almost the same price as gas is now. So bean I can't be- consomme. You know what I'm bean saying? Bean consomme. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, drink your water. Listen to listen. Uh, vote with your dollar. Be kind to your neighbor and uh, focus on what you eat. Boom. Food Junkie Radio episode, I think, 45. I think, I think so. 45, 46, something like that. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Yep.